am Joe Longo, an intuitive mindset and manifestation coach and oracle card reader. It is my intention to inspire you to create and manifest your best reality. And every single day, I'm going to be here to help you start your day on the right foot with a little shot of inspiration or a question or something to ponder to keep your mind going in the direction of creating your best reality. And this is your daily shot of inspiration. And we're back. <laughs> hey, everybody, that was a really long break. Um, <laughs> it was. So, Jennifer, welcome back. Welcome back. As we said in our first episode, we will be back to talk about harvest and what's going on and how things have been. And I'm almost positive I saw some posts that the first harvest was happening and it happened. Let's Let's talk. What's going on? Yeah. Well, let's thank you, Joe. I appreciate you. I love that you have me on your podcast so I can talk uh, all about the things that are happening here with Endless Mountain Vineyards and the Be and Let Live project and life in general. Uh, yeah, we had our first harvest last week. Um, it wasn't, it was good, but you know, we had Mother Nature was mother nature mm -hmm. and she called all the shots as i guess she always does and now i'm figuring that out but we uh harvested 866 pounds of verona wow. um and we did a mix of the dornfelder because the verona was so short um and they went off to be pressed last thursday it was exciting that's awesome congratulations mm -hmm. congratulations yeah. who would have thought this is where you would be right <laughs> i know it's crazy facebook memories two years ago yesterday uh malatesi's had their pity palooza mm -hmm. and it popped up in my memories and it was crazy because it was two years ago and here we are two years later and Malatesi's is one of our buyers for our grapes. Right. And that's who we dropped off on last Thursday. So, yeah, wild. Isn't it wild? And I've been thinking of things, you know, along these lines, like two years ago. Could seem like a long time, but really not that much time. And if you look at things, and we may have talked about this in the first episode, if me or any of your other coaches said, Jen, if you do this shit for two years, you're going to be sitting in your office on your land after your harvest. Would you do it? <laughs> right? I don't think I would believe that it would be like two years. I, uh, I think it would. No, I wouldn't believe it. Right. And now I'm curious. Here we are. Why do you think you wouldn't believe it? Because you think, too, well, you think like two years is so far away. Mm -hmm. And sometimes when you look at the big picture, instead of breaking it down like minute by minute, hour by hour, day by day, week by week, etc., <laughs> um, you think that two years is, you know, either not enough time or way too much time. And then everything that happens in between that two years that, um, you know, I'm a big believer in signs. So it's like, do I move forward or do I pause? And a lot of times you get those signs and you need to take that pause to really sit 
with what's happening and figure out what direction to take. Um, one of my favorite sayings is the path lights as you walk it. And when you walk and the path is lit, multiple directions open up, you know, and you just have to sometimes take that pause and figure out what direction you want to take. And then next thing you know, you look back two years later and here you are. I look at a lot of my notes. I go back into my journal. Mm -hmm. um, I found one that I wrote um, it was probably in December. And it started off with, it's after your first harvest. You're walking your property. The more, the more simple answer to that question is I remember when you and I started um, working together. And you were like, what do you want to do? I was like, I want to save dogs, do yoga, and um, I want to save dogs. I want to do yoga. What was the third thing? I forget the third thing, but here I am. I'm saving dogs. I'm doing yoga, and I live on my vineyard. Now that this is here, because I've been exploring this recently in my own life, now what? How how are you feeling, right? Having, we'll say, big goals, right? These big, right, intentions. You got them. They're here. Now what? Uh, for me, I I'm here, and I'm not gonna lie. I'm scared. I all day yesterday. I cried. I cried on my way to physical therapy. I cried at physical therapy. Um. Big news is yesterday was actually my last physical therapy session. So I'm all done with physical therapy. And I think that that was a milestone for me that I got emotional because, you know, November is when I was diagnosed and here we are September and I'm cut loose from physical therapy. So now I can start like all activities. I'm back. I'm back. Um, but to answer your question, what's next? For me, I really, grounding, finding my practice again, um, just so that I can get a little bit more clarity and then continue to move forward. So I have a lot on my plate um, and everything that we've talked about, everything that we've discussed, everything that you helped me manifest is here. And like you said, it's like, now what? Now it's really networking, marketing, putting ourselves out there even more so that we can continue to expand and grow and people know why we're here and um, what we're all about. And that's basically what I have. My intention for Harvest Fest is bringing my network of people together um, and then sharing it with the community. Thanks for going. Like it's like we're having a little coaching session here, but this is this is helping me, and I'm going to try to reel it all, like bring it all back together for everybody that's listening. It's like what just happened here, right? Hey, this is coaching with Joe. This is what it's what it's like. But sometimes coaching with Joe is also coaching for Joe, right? Okay, right. So you uh, you you've got the goal, right? That that you like you 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 like you said you manifested everything that you want to manifest. Now, how do you turn everything that you just told me? of where you're going, right, into that new focused intention. 
So your attention stays where you want it to go. So it doesn't get lost with, okay, I need to do this, I need to do this, I need to do this. But how can you wrap it all together to be like, now this is where we're going? That makes sense? Uh yeah, it does make sense. And that's, I mean, you could go so many different directions. To keep it simple, I think it's coming back to your why. Because you so much happens that sometimes you forget. Like sometimes I have to sit down and be like, why, why am I here? Oh, yeah, this is why I'm here. Because I wanted to create a life for myself that I didn't have to run away from, that I didn't need a vacation from, that I didn't have to worry about retiring from. I wanted a life that I wanted to get up every day and thrive and help the community um, and help dogs. And I wanted to create a life that I didn't want to run away from. Um, that's kind of my why. So, yeah. I love it. I love it. So now I'm going to try to wrap it around, right? So Joe coaching, but really coaching, but, but right, coaching for Joe is I've too, right? I'm sitting in this space of, okay, I manifest for everything I want it. Like now, huh, now what? Mm-hmm. And I'm reading, you know, doing all of the things. And you said something in all of this is so perfect. You're like, I'm going to get back to my practice now. And that's that's it, right? Like that's in all of it. I'm reading um, or listening to "Outwitting the Devil" by Napoleon Hill. It's fucking mind blowing. And in it, in it, just like "Think and Grow Rich," he's like, "What do you want? You have to have that that goal, that main intention, that burning desire. And when you know what that is, you cannot be swayed because you're on point. But then when you get it, you're like, I no, no, not what." And literally for the last couple of days, I've been in this space of, now what, Joe? Right? Well, now what? Well, now what? I'm glad. And when you said, when I I can come back to my practice now, right? I can come back to my routine, right? I can create a new routine Mm -hmm. that serves me Mm -hmm. so I can stay focused doing what I'm doing. Yes, because we don't really need to search for the answers. We need to get quiet and the answers will come and the people will show up. I mean, the people that have showed up in my life, it makes me emotional because I couldn't have planned it any better. Mm-hmm. Yeah. And you see, like, holy shit, when we actually can come back, right, mm-hmm. to your why and to, right, the more I can be quiet the more i can do these practices that got me here are gonna let me see the right people in the right places at the right time that are gonna get me to keep going ah this is fucking awesome (laughs) (laughs) all of the obstacles even um even like the buyers of the grapes like we bought this place with the intention of having one buyer um and now i have multiple buyers because Mm -hmm. Because we had such a hectic year, we lost a lot of yields. The grape demand is high. So the Finger Lakes pretty much lost all of their crops. Um, So supply demand. 
There's not a lot of supply, but there's a lot of demand, which opens up so many doors for us. Amazing, Mm -hmm. right? When it's like, oh, shit. But in that, oh, shit, look at it, right? Can we be in the space of gratitude? Yeah. And when that frost came and I woke up that morning and I saw the damage, I was like, it's it's all right. It's okay. And I remember Stan, he's our consultant. He's uh he was the buy he was the seller. He came here like a couple weeks later and I said, honestly, I said, I'm happy for the frost. I was like, because we can't keep up with what we have. So the fact that we lost 30% means that we have 30% more attention to put on the grapes that we still have left. And he was like, that's a good attitude. I'm like, it's the only way that I'm going to be able to continue to move forward and see the light at the end of the tunnel. Mm-hmm. And here we are at the end of the year. And I have people reaching out to me, asking me what we're doing with our grapes. And the universe just showing up because you're showing up. And that's the thing, right? <clears throat> yeah, I'm going to bring it back to this book just because I've been been so in it. In the beginning, he Napoleon Hill talks about a, like your other self, right? Like we have another self. Are we listening to it? And he's really just talking about our intuition, right? Are we listening to what the little voice is telling us? And he tells the story about how he said, I'm only going to listen to that voice no matter what. And I'm just going to follow that voice. And he talks about going to Philadelphia to get a book deal or a book contract, something with some books. And he was like, the other you know, voice told me to ask my brother for $25. My brother said, here's 50. He said, no, only 25, because that's what the little voice told me. He didn't say, you know, little voice, but, and he just keeps following along. He gets to Philadelphia and the little voice tells him to get the more expensive room because he's going to need the bigger room for the meetings that he's going to be having that's going to make everything fall into place. Normal Napoleon Hill would be like, no, that's I'm going to waste the money on the bigger room. Other voice said, bigger room. Bigger room allowed him to have the meetings that he needed to have to line everything up that he needed to do. But it's like if he would have listened to himself, right, the fearful side would have never happened. Mm -hmm. But when he listened to the little voice, right, it never led him astray. Just can we be strong enough to actually be like, I might, I don't even know, I don't even understand, but I know I'm going to keep listening. Yeah, I think we were were so conditioned to kind of shut that intuition off Mm -hmm. and, and follow protocol that that's our norm but that book reminds me i don't remember the Mm -hmm. author but it's the seed of the soul when you combine those two you're living your life purpose and the universe is going to help you get to where you need to go all the right people are going to show up all everything is just going to align um and to, to, to kind of tie into our you know talk about what we do here on Friday nights. I just had this, you know, epiphany. I was like, I'm just gonna, we have this beautiful sunset. So on Friday nights, I'm gonna have like, just invite people to come up and do a meditation. And then we'll have some local wine. And the like last Friday, we probably had about 15 people here. 
Um, I got connected through Anne Marie, who's amazing, um, which I met Anne Marie through your manifestation class. But when the three of us. Yeah, I know. I thought we were all friends. I was just like, oh, cool. <laughs> yeah, because you're like, no, you're it. your friend, Anne Marie. I was like, oh, I thought she was your friend. And then she even says, she was like, I don't know. I don't know. But anyway, Anne Marie has all of these amazing connections. And of course she lives here, but I lived in Philadelphia mm -hmm. when we, when we first connected, but she connected me to this woman, Amy, who, um, yeah, I got to tell this story. So Amy is originally from falls. She lived in Florida for so many years. And when she was in college, um, she had a, um, she had to go into treatment. And her parents had to come down and pick up her dog. She rescued American Staffy, which, you know, that's my, my heart is these bully breeds. So she adopted a bully breed. Her parents came down to pick up the dog who lived in Falls, which is where I live. The dog looks exactly like my foster dog. So Amy comes up here on Friday and she's like, oh, my God, that looks just like my dog, Brindy, that I my first American staffy that I. Um, so right away we were like, oh, this is this is, you know, our souls are aligning here. So she came up and she did a sound bath meditation on Friday and we had a drum circle. And um, yeah, people are just showing up and and I like we said on the first podcast, if it's not coming easy, mm -hmm. it's not, I'm not going to fight for it anymore, but yeah, the intention is there. Right. And it just flows because that's literally the way it is supposed to be. And the more of the, these books that I read and stories that I see and even random TikTok videos, it's like the people that are literally in that space of, yeah, this is just the way it is just the way it is everything just shows up exactly how it's supposed to show up there's no worry about anything it's just like no this is what i'm doing and this, yeah it's what's gonna happen <laughs> yeah yeah and once you become quiet you know you start seeing the signs and the synchronicities <laughs> over your shoulder the flamingo i had this um I had this poster of Stevie Ray Vaughan. I'll send it to you. I had it for years. I don't know where I got it from. But when I moved here, I found the poster and I picked it up. <laughs> and in the background is a pink flamingo. I'm like, it's whole just, time. the whole time. <laughs> so it's like one of those days where I was like, what am I doing? <laughs> I just bought a vineyard. I don't, I don't know what I'm doing. But I pick up. You know, the Stevie Ray Vaughan, which Stevie Ray Vaughan is, I have a really profound connection um, with Stevie. I My brother, who passed away years ago, was a big Stevie Ray Vaughan fan. So I became, you know, a fan. I pick up that sign, it's Stevie, and the flamingo's there. And, and you know, pink flamingo's one of our signs. So I'm like, yeah, it's, it's okay. So then... My fear goes away. My stress level goes down because I notice that little mm -hmm. sign because I'm aware. And it's, you know, it's not to sound all woo-woo, but here's the universe mm -hmm. talking to me like, hey, here's your sign. Yeah, You're right Can where you're you supposed it? to be. Can you see it? That's the thing. And 
Aha. Mm-hmm. Uh-huh. And feel it. Right? The other morning I yeah. had this really interesting experience. I was drinking my coffee and sitting at my table, my kitchen table, and I was journaling and asking random questions, right? But really, the main question, am I doing what I'm supposed to be doing, right? Like, am I, really? Am I? Am I? And I look up, then it's still dark out, and I just have a, a candle burning on my on my kitchen table. And I have the big, you know, the sliding doors to go out into the yard. There's no curtains or anything. So it's just like a giant mirror. And I see myself, right, in my house that I've literally been writing, right, about. Like, I'm so thankful for my house in the middle of the woods, all of the things. And I look up and here's this, like, like chills up my whole body as I'm looking at myself in my house, right, that I've been creating and bringing into my reality, but questioning, am I doing what I'm supposed to be doing, right? And I say that because we all get into that like dumbass space where we become the dumbass and we start moving into the space of fear and am I really and all of the imposter syndrome and there I am, right? But it's the shadow because it's dark and it's a little scary and it gave me the chills, but the chills in such a way of like, yeah, you're, you're right where you're supposed to be. Just keep going keep going yeah you can see it but it's, yeah also going. that like the fear of like oh my god but also like nah it's right there right like the pink flamingo it's right there just keep following the signs can we can we be right there. present and in being go ahead i think because it's so simple uh-huh. we want to make it hard that's where we struggle because yep. it has to be because we've been told we've been sold the story that it has to be hard there has to be a struggle that's also in the book right the devil literally says yeah i want you to think i want you to be afraid of the shit that isn't even real yeah because once you're once and he calls it drifting once you start drifting i gotcha because then our mind is so drifting is kind of just like letting go and floating. But in a bad way, right? Of getting swept oh. away, right? In like, what if, right? What if this frost totally destroyed everything? What if, you know, all of the what ifs, right? You get drifted mm-hmm. off course. And then you're like, oh shit. And you got to come back. But that's like the game. And can we keep our focus where we're going and what we're doing? And thank you for literally, I'm going to say it again, for the reminder of right now I come back to my practice. I come back to that time, which is fuck yeah, exactly what I needed to hear today. (laughs) That's that's what I've been telling myself. I'm like, you got to get back into your practice. And when back to physical therapy yesterday when I was at therapy and I was sobbing, um, they were some of my first friends because I moved here, mm-hmm. you know, and my friends are, I have, I have a lot of roots here, but, um, I was like, I want to get back into the gym and working out. And, uh, she was like, why don't you come to Browns with us? She was like, I'll, I'll put you on a regimen. And she, so it was just me being vocal and vulnerable and, and telling her like, this is what I need to do. This is, I want to continue to, 
to move my body and be physical. I need it mentally and physically. And she's like, I got you. Yep. That's what happens. I gotcha. Mm -hmm. So in, in the, I got you, why don't you tell us about what's happening <laughs> for harvest and what's going on? Oh, Cause that yeah. wasn't that the intention of this episode really to chat yeah. about harvest what's, fest. what's going on harvest fest. I think I might be part of yeah. harvest fest. Oh, you are part of harvest fest. 